Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. For network or show information, visit byteradio.me or call 843-808-0777. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my, I have two very special guests. Um, one of them is Chris Bress, and the other is Dr. Patrick Wannis. Um, and we're going to be talking about helping you sleep deeply and strengthening immunity. With social, social isolation, major losses, and extreme disruption uh, to life caused by this pandemic result in increased level of stress hormones and various intense emotions, including sadness, fear, worry, anxiety, hopelessness, loneliness, depression. But worse, this rush of emotional turmoil is disturbing sleep and keeping people awake at night which in turn suppresses your immune system, making you even more susceptible to the virus. But we have two experts here today to help you break that cycle of stress and sleeplessness so that you can, so that, uh, you can go ahead and improve your health. Um, Dr. Patrick Wannis is a renowned human behavior expert. Patrick has appeared on global news outlets such as BBC, CNN, Russian news agency, Fox News, and MSNBC, and is recognized for his subconscious rapid transformation technique. Tell us about things that we can do to ease back into peace of mind. And Chris Barres is a scientific researcher who has pioneered the use of an astonishing molecule called ESS-60 that has some amazing properties, which include enhancing sleep and boosting immunity. Today, he's here to relate the shocking story of how this molecule's ability, abilities were discovered by Nobel Peace, or Nobel Prize team and what role he's played in its advancement and what its implications are for human health and longevity. And you can find out more by visiting the website, which is myvitalc.com. Um, but even better than just going to that website, if you go to myvitalc.com forward slash bringing inspiration, you can get two free gifts that they're offering today, an audio book, Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage, and the Guided Meditation, Overcome Fear and Anxiety, Enjoy Peace of Mind. Boy, okay, with that, I'd like to welcome both of you gentlemen to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. It's my pleasure. I'm really looking forward um, to, to our conversation today, and, and just want to let you know um, ahead of time, Patrick, the the, uh, the audio of the book and the guided meditation are really great. I really enjoyed them, and looking forward to talking about them um, in a little bit. But well, I'm, I'm, so thank you, and I'm start. happy that you actually <laughs> listened to them. And use them. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And, okay, so I'm going to be real honest and upfront first <laughs> about one thing. Well, that's good. Um, when, <laughs> I like it. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, 
one of the things that it was interesting as I was going through the introduction, I mean, people, the listeners will notice that I had listed a large number of um, rather depressing emotional <laughs> states of mind. You grief, so worry of it. So when I was when I was going through and reading that, I'm thinking, dang, <laughs> this is um, um, this is a big downer kind of thing. You know, it's like, what, why would I even want to do that? But after listening to the audio book, I got a whole new perspective of those emotions and, and recognized that through that laundry list, I could check off a few. And I'm sure other people will check off maybe the same few or a different few. But, I mean, so anyway, that's just kind of a, an upfront review, I guess, <laughs> of what I thought about it. So. So, Robert, what was the what was the greatest benefit you got from either the book or the meditation? Well, the the book. Let, let's say well, with the book, it was. You know, first of all, I love the audio part. You know, I mean, it's an hour and eight minutes a book, so it's not, you know, a, a great length of time. But um, it's you know, as far as the the presentation, it was great. I mean, you know, the you know. The topic was great. I love the music behind it. It kind of kept it, um, it added depth to what was being said. Um, and then also the actions in, in the, so I liked in the book that the fact that you could identify all of these different emotions and then, you know, give suggestions for people to how to um, work with those or, you know, and, and it wasn't a, there wasn't a, a preachy moment <laughs> about it, you know, and it was just, Matter of fact, these are the things that people will experience, you know, and these are things you can do about it. So that's what I liked about that. Guided meditation, now I listen to a lot of guided meditation. I mean, you know, I have some favorites already on, the, you know, my um, bookmarks as far as where I go to. So um, yours, I loved yours. And what was funny about yours, now synchronicity is you know, one of my favorite topics too. But as I was listening to the guided meditation, there was a point where my thoughts drifted, and I thought, I'm going to have to remember to tell Patrick that he has a very soothing voice for this. And as soon as, I mean, literally, when that thought ended, in you said soothing, <laughs> you know, on the, in the, the um, meditation. So I thought, oh, wow. That's true. Yeah, I, that do was, the, I mean, yeah, it was, it was truly instantaneous. <laughs> it was like instantaneous. So I thought, well, I'm going to have to mention that. So anyway, it, very soothing, you know, good image. I mean, you know, imagery that's, I think for people will be able to um, kind of, will be able to create easily. So, so that's that's what I thought about them. <laughs> Great, thank you. You're welcome. Well, I think so, uh, I guess I'm start... excited that you, you have us on here, and and I think you know, uh, having also listened to the book, um, he talks about the seven emotions in there, and and seven is a lot, right? Like your first reaction to it, uh, I think. If you look at um, what, 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 well, maybe Patrick wants to dive into like the one or two kind of emotions that everyone's feeling, um, you know, during this crazy time that just got crazier, right? Because um, everybody is feeling, uh, you know, there's a lot of parallels that people are feeling similar emotions and, um, you know, it's important to be able to, to manage those. Oh, exactly. Well, at first, I mean, I, I like stories of, uh, collaborations between writers and it can be you know very that can be very interesting so I'm always interested to find out um, how 
a book came about. So how did, you know, a, you know, scientific researcher, Chris, and you, uh, um, Linus, a uh, human behavior expert, how did you two come together for this? It was the pandemic, really, because as soon as that hit, as you know, uh, you described it very well when you were introducing us today, talking about all the emotions that people are experiencing. It was such a shock, and it's traumatic, and um, it, it, it just it, it just threw everyone off balance, and suddenly people were locked in their home, and suddenly people couldn't go out, and they were afraid of this invisible monster, etc. So we were all overwhelmed by emotions, and... Chris and I were talking because we talk regularly because we're friends and I said we both talked about what everyone's experiencing and I said well how can we help people and we had to identify three things or two things one is that people are overwhelmed by emotion and the second is the result of that which is that people can't sleep and then as a result of not being out of sleep and as a result of the overwhelming of emotions uh, people's immune systems are suppressed. When you are highly stressed out or when you're in hyperarousal, your immune system is suppressed. So here you have this situation where people are experiencing extraordinary and intense emotions that are overwhelming or overpowering, and then they can't sleep, and then their immune system is, um, is suppressed, and they're, they're getting sick on multiple levels. So we said, how can we help people? And I said, look, I'll create an audio book Actually, originally I said an e-book, but I created an audio book. And then Chris said, well, look, I'll come up with some tips for sleep. And then I said, well, look, I'll do a guided meditation. And then he said, well, let's, I'll also you know, help people with this Nobel Prize winning molecule that happens to boost immunity and happens to help people to sleep. So we said, if we put this together, we'll help people on the emotional level. We're going to give people actionable steps tangible steps to help them to sleep and we're going to offer them this chance to use a product that will also help them to sleep deeper and boost their immune system yeah it's it's wonderful now you know how would what are would you say are some um some of the um impacts that lack of sleep or or even you know continuous sleep you know i guess quality sleep you know what what kind of impact um what well, it's extraordinary there's a there's a, mm-hmm. a researcher and doctor called matthew walker who wrote a book why can't we sleep and he spent decades doing the research and he also looked through all the existing research and as one example a doctor who's had six hours or less of sleep a surgeon has a 170 percent increased risk of making a mistake that's just having six hours sleep so And if you go, I believe, for 24 hours without sleep, or I don't remember the exact number, but let's say 24, it's equivalent to having 0.1% of alcohol in your blood. So what that Mm. means is if you drink enough alcohol to have 0.1%, not 0.05, but 0.1, and you go without sleep for 24 hours, it'll have the same impairment of your motor skills and your cognitive functioning so sleep affects your cognitive functioning it affects your decision making then it affects your entire endocrine system it so it puts your whole body out of balance and the something something that we've been saying a lot in when we've been giving interviews on this is understanding that the brain doesn't have a way to let you know that you're suffering from sleep deprivation 
And because of that, you're not even aware that you're not functioning properly, which is why people who haven't slept well or have chronic sleep problems make mistakes. Mm. Whether they're driving a truck, driving machinery, or in some position of responsibility, they make mistakes and they don't know they're making mistakes or they don't know why they're making mistakes because they don't recognize they haven't had enough sleep. Sleep is an important part. There's a reason we sleep, which is why that doctor wrote the book, Why We Sleep, meaning it's not just because uh, we've got nothing else to do because it's dark. No, we've got plenty we could do. The problem is that we should be sleeping instead of not sleeping. Now, here's a question. How does, um, does it matter the so-called quality of sleep, you know, that one might get in the length of time? Or is it, and are, are those variables, um, the importance of those per individual? Well, there's, I mean, there's two points here, Robert. Thing? The first is that mm-hmm. there's 1% of the population that can function well with less than six, six hours or less than, of sleep, and that's because of their genetic makeup. For the rest of us, it's seven to nine hours sleep. And yes, the quality of sleep is critical because you need to get the right amount of rapid eye movement sleep and non-rapid eye movement sleep. And the reason you need the non-rapid eye movement sleep is because it helps you to process emotions. And the quality of your sleep, meaning going to sleep at the right time, going to sleep early, following circadian rhythms, also impacts your immune system. So if you, if you go into very careful detail throughout, you'll realize, in fact, I've written articles about this, that there are just so many extraordinary benefits of healthy sleep. And Chris also, and, and I know he wants to, this is one of the things we discussed, was you know, to actually offer people tangible things they can do to help them to sleep better but yes you're right the first Mm -hmm. point is understand please that sleep isn't an inconvenience it should be a priority yes oh definitely yeah Yeah. um so i can can add to that i i really feel like our society says uh that sleep is really important i think if you ask somebody is sleep good for your mental physical and emotional well-being i think most people would say, yeah, yeah, it's actually really good for those things. And then I think our society says, okay, great, we all agree sleep is really, really, really important. You know, well, unless there's something else to do. Patrick makes the point that we're the only um, uh, animal on the planet that will actually skip sleep for an, an unvaluable purpose, right? Like most of the time when we're skipping sleep, there's no need to skip sleep. It doesn't have any impact on our survival and so, uh, it, you know, for us to just bypass that sleep because we think, well, there's something else to do um, is, is a detriment. And I would just offer, uh, both Patrick and I have read the book, it's really good, uh, Why We Sleep. Get, get that book and read it because it really outlines all the things that go wrong when you don't get enough sleep. And, and so uh, I think you, you, you asked the question, Robert, of uh, a different different, you know, can you get deeper sleep? Um, Absolutely. And I think there are some keys. There's like three keys that I'm going to share right now uh, on what are called sleep hygiene. And sleep hygiene is uh, the phrase that really means the the habits and the processes and the systems uh, that you do, how your habit of going to sleep. And And the more habitual you can be about sleep, about when you go to sleep, about what you do prior to going to sleep, um, the better your sleep is going to be. The statistics are pretty clear on that. And really three tips 
that I would share is one is related to naps. You want to make sure that if you're, you know, a lot of us are at home now and we weren't and maybe taking lunch uh, on a couch that we didn't take lunch on before, and so maybe we're dozing off. By the way, um, you should be taking naps. The data on naps and how it improves your mental uh, capabilities after you take the nap are, is, is significant data and, 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 and is in positive agreeance. Definitely take a nap. And if you do take a nap, make sure your naps are under 30 minutes. You want to make sure that you're not sleeping too long. If you get a nap that's longer than 30 minutes, it's going to impact your sleep that night. And also, just of note, if you're considering taking a nap after 4 p.m., uh, it's best to forego that nap. Taking the nap at that time will actually interrupt your sleep that night as well. Uh, the next thing that I would share is, is we all have these devices, and a lot of us don't realize how much these devices um, negatively impact us. And I'm talking about cell phones and tablets and computer screens, right? All of these things emit a level of light, a blue light, that actually convinces our brains as we're looking at those devices that it's the middle of the afternoon. So sometimes you may be looking at your cell phone or your computer at 10 p.m. and you may have this feeling that you're wide awake. Part of that is because the blue light that's being emitted from your electronic device has convinced your brain that it's the middle of the afternoon. Uh, most devices, so there's two ways to mitigate this. One, and, and you definitely want to do this, is get that device out of your bedroom. Uh, if you've got to charge it, don't charge it on your nightstand. Charge it in the hall or the kitchen or down the hall. The further, the better. In fact, we recommend, I recommend turn that device off about an hour before you go to sleep. Patrick likes to turn his off two hours before going to sleep. There's also features on these devices, a blue light filter. Uh, on iPhones, it's called a night shift. On Androids, depending on the Android device, it could be called comfort view or it's just blue light filter. But figure out how to turn that blue light filter and have it come on one to two hours before the sun sets so that there's no possibility that you're confusing your brain. And, and again, when you confuse your brain and, and con convince it that it's the middle of the afternoon, you're, end up, you're, you're breaking your uh, circadian rhythm. That's the rhythm that keeps you in sync with the sun is rising, so it's time to get up and do stuff, and the sun is setting, so it's time for, to prepare for sleep. You don't want to mess up with that rhythm. And then finally, the last thing, some people like this, uh, most people uh, that I chat with are like, oh, that's not, I, don't, I don't like it, and we have ways to, to deal with it. Uh, it's related to alcohol. So a lot of people believe that if you drink one or two glasses of, of, of alcohol uh, before going to sleep, you'll actually sleep better. And, and it's, although it's true, you may actually go, and I'll use the, the, the phrase unconscious or the word unconscious <laughs> faster, right. uh -huh. it, it actually mm -hmm. makes you go unconscious, right? It doesn't uh, support good sleep. It's very similar to, uh, in that book, uh, Why We Sleep, the two, he talks about the $2 billion sleep aid industry and how you take these wow. sleep aids, and alcohol works the same way, and they knock you out, and you wake up in the morning and you don't have the desire for sleep, but you haven't gotten, and you talked about levels of sleep, you haven't gotten the deep sleep, you haven't gotten everybody's familiar with REM sleep, you haven't gotten also there's a, a phase of sleep called NREM, not REM sleep, where you're not doing rapid eye movements. That's also very deep and very restorative. 
So these sleep aid industry and this alcohol uh, knocks you out. You wake up without the desire for sleep, but you haven't gotten the restorative sleep you need. What's interesting is the molecule I'll talk about here shortly, it's actually associated uh, people, our customers tend to take it in the morning. They report mental focus and energy during the day and then better sleep that night. Right? That's counter to most of the sleep aids. In fact, every sleep aid that I'm aware mm-hmm. of on the market, the, in fact, the only thing that you could do in the morning to I- improve your sleep that night that I'm aware of is, one, expose yourself to sunlight. Right? So you do make sure your, your body's in line with the circadian rhythm and, and, and the dawn and dusk. And then the other one is exercise. If you exercise in the morning, uh, and you usually don't, then you will sleep better that night. So uh, our, our uh, product, My Vital C, is in direct kind of uh, contrast. It's, it's helping you at a more fundamental level to get that good night's sleep that night. Yeah. Well, I, I, a friend of mine and I discuss naps a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. And yeah. she is going to be she's going to be happy with two out of three of her hygiene. <laughs> um, she loves naps, <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, I mean, absolutely, like it's almost every day like clockwork. Um, and I'm uh, sometimes, sometimes not. Um, and then devices, not an issue for her at all. But that under thirty minutes, <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a hard convince for her. But um, but I can understand, you know, the the impact of a longer. Um, nap would have on a, a, an evening sleep. And, and ironically, I'm going to suggest you use that device that I said to exclude in the second tip, your cell phone, to just set an alarm, right? So if you're about to uh, nap, mm-hmm. you don't want to give yourself more than 30 minutes of, of like literally, like, okay, I'm about to sleep, I'm comfortable in my bed or on my couch or wherever, boom, start that 30-minute timer don't allow you to go past because we've all had the experience uh, you know some people don't nap that i don't i don't know what the percentage is i feel like it's really low maybe that's because i'm a a napper (laughs) um but we've all had the experience of waking up from a nap and just being like refreshed and energized take on the rest of the day that was the best thing i could have possibly done and then we've also all woken up from naps where we're like groggy and lethargic and Mm -hmm. and what that is is that nap when you're groggy has just gone too long it's allowed you to get into your first phase of REM sleep, uh, and then it's really hard to pull you out of that sleep to begin with, which is why you're so groggy, uh, and, it, and, you, and you lose some of, the, some of the benefits of taking that nap uh, if it goes that long. Interesting, very interesting. So I'm going to be um, passing on some tips for someone a little bit later on. Um, First of all, I do. We're going to take a break um, shortly, so I do want to invite listeners. If you want to call in and ask any questions of, of Chris or Patrick, feel free to call in at six one nine seven eight nine four three five nine. And for those listening live in the chat room, if you have any questions, feel free to pose them there. Um, so, Chris, um, we kind of mentioned briefly this molecule. So I'm. I have never heard of this molecule, so uh, the ESS60. Um, what's the skinny on it? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it, the story is very fascinating. Uh, it started in 1985. There were three professors. Uh, here, I'm based here in Houston. Uh, they are at Rice University, and they discovered the third form of carbon. So we're all familiar with diamond. We're familiar with graphite. They actually discovered the third form of carbon, uh, a whole gamut of molecules called fullerenes, and the most abundant of them 
uh, is carbon-60. Uh, so carbon-60 has 60 carbon atom, atoms, and it's in the shape of a sphere. The best way to kind of imagine the shape is if you took a soccer ball and the lines on the soccer ball represented the bonds between the carbon atoms, you had this spherical molecule of carbon-60. And that molecule was amazing. They, like, within a, it was so amazing, the scientific community, two things about it. In 1991, 10 of the 10 most, all 10 of the 10 most cited papers were about buckyballs and fullerenes, that whole gamut of molecules. So the scientific community was just going nuts in 1991. And they also won the Nobel Prize for that discovery in 1996. That's a short 11 years from actual discovery to the award of the Nobel Prize. So that's great. Uh, what does it do? It's superconducting. It's harder than a diamond. It actually turns into a diamond. It performs as well or better than the current best material in most applications. So it's a pretty phenomenal material. Uh, they won the Nobel Prize because they figured eventually we're going to have this stuff everywhere. And because of that, they, you know, if you're going to be working with it, lots of people are going to be working with it and around to it and exposed to it, then you really need to do a toxicity study on it. And they actually did assume it would be toxic and in 2012, they published the results of their quote-unquote toxicity study because it turned out to be the longest longevity experiment on mammals known to man. So in that study, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil. And really, I make the demarcation here where C60, this uh, is, is for industrial applications. Uh, there's peer-reviewed published research that says that it can be harmful if it's improperly processed. ESS-60, that's the molecule we're talking about, is C60 that's been processed for safer human consumption. So, again, they gave those rats water, olive oil, and then olive oil with ESS-60. And, again, instead of being toxic, those rats, given our formulation, lived 90% longer than the control group, and they died without tumors. Mm. Well, it, it's interesting. I mean, it's... Uh, it's, I think it's just fascinating, the idea of just the discovery of um, this whole new form of carbon to, to the everything from the you know, industrial application to health application. I mean, um, so tell us about, um, you said olive oil, so tell us a little bit about how, um, is that the... Um, delivery form for for the ESS-60? Great question. So uh, in that original study, they did use olive oil. And, you know, people will ask me frequently, well, why did they choose olive oil? Um, we're, we're not 100% sure. And maybe because there, it was out of the University of Paris and they had more olive oil uh, <laughs> lying around. And so they just decided to use olive oil, right? Why not? Um, we actually <laughs> <Right>. do sell <laughs> we do sell ESS-60 in, in olive oil and in MCT, coconut-based MCT oil, and in avocado oil. It turns out that you can get the highest concentration of ESS-60 uh, which is a known antioxidant and fits in with the anti-inflammatory diet, two key points, and I'll talk about that in a second. But you can get the most amount of ESS-60 in olive oil. You can actually get about 0.8 milligrams per milliliter. You really get about one-third of that in MCT oil um, and, and two-thirds of that in the avocado. So it turns out they actually did select the right oil when you're talking about the concentration of this ESS-60 molecule. 
Now, people ask, well, how, how, like, what did it do? How did these rats live 90% longer? First, it's important to note that, the, that it's the best possible way to live longer. Uh, if you look at the literature, the next best way to live longer is, to, is called calorie reduction. Uh, and if you reduce your calories by 30%, uh, you can extend your life by 30%. I call it the starve yourself one-third to death diet, and you can live 30% longer. I don't know too many people who are you know, signing up for the starve yourself one-third to death <laughs> diet, uh, and so the, the best way, the, the best research, peer-reviewed published research way to live longer is ESS-60 in olive oil. Now, that, that was published in 2012. Uh, we're you know, carbon nanomaterial scientists. I'm not supposed to be a supplement guy. I'm not supposed to have a supplement on the market. But basically, I've been producing it since 91, uh, and they do this study. And then people start calling my office, and they're like, this is doing such amazing stuff. My, my knee pain has gone. By the way, I'm going to talk a couple of things. It's important to share. The FDA hasn't evaluated our product. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. That's important to share. But, you know, people are calling and saying, my, my knee pain is gone. I've got hair growth. And, and at first, I'm, I'm like, I'm a carbon nanomaterial scientist. I believe you because you're a human sharing a story with me, but my scientific nature is like I don't I don't know what to believe, right? Because I'm interested in peer-reviewed published research. That's my pedigree. And I just kept yeah. getting phone calls, just phone call after phone call, and really, um, it you know it was almost driving us nuts. And then coming into 2018, uh, really at the end of 2017, somebody with a big social media following started talking about uh, all the benefits that they were getting. And so the industry sold out and I kind of woke up in 2018 and I'm a supplement guy. It's not what I intended. Uh, it's, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's kind of a nice position to be in, right? Cause if I had gone back in my lab and I said, I know exactly how to create something to help rats live 90% longer and I brought it to the market and then people were taking it. If somebody came back to me and said, oh, you know, it's not really working for me, I might be devastated, right, because that would be my baby. Right, but right. That's not, like, that's not, right? that's not how I'm here. I'm just like I have this, and they put it in that, and I sell it to people like this. If it works for you, great, and it works for a great many. It was probably the first nine months of 2018 where I was like, okay, phone call after phone call. I'm not sure if I believe it. Of course, I believe you as a person telling me, but I'm not sure if, you know, is this placebo effect, except we actually didn't have any benefits on the label. It was just people like, I saw rats took it and lived 90% longer. I want to take it. And so they keep, keep they kept coming in. And finally, after nine months, when people call me, um, I'm, I just believe them, right? I've, I've heard the testimonials time and time and time again. And the most consistent, this is what brought Patrick and I together uh, in this particular effort, is the most consistent testimonial is that they take it in the morning. They have mental focus and energy. By the way, who doesn't need that during the day? Uh, and then they sleep better that night, right? It, you know, I almost call it the, we've thought about calling it the all-day supplement because you can, I mean, I've got one testimonial from my business coach who says for 50 years I needed an alarm clock to wake up. And since I've been on the My Vital C formula, I'm actually waking up before the alarm. So when you say like all day, that's from before your alarm goes off until your bed hits the pillow. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty, some pretty amazing testimonials.
Great. Okay, well, let's let's just take a quick break, and um, we'll be back in about 90 seconds. Everyone stay tuned. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,400 shows we have had over the past nine years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide, books, photography, a wellness store, and self-publishing assistance. Our show is a free podcast on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms at the top of our homepage. Our website, byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone. Thank you for staying with us. And also, just again, uh, we have added uh, the podcast to Spotify and Google Play, so check us out there. Again, my guest, special guests today are Chris Barres and Dr. Patrick Wanis, and we are talking about um, My Vital C, and they are offering for listeners two free gifts, um, and you can go to www.myvitalc.com forward slash bringing inspiration and what you'll get you'll have uh, the ability to listen to the audiobook which is neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage and also a guided meditation overcome fear and anxiety and enjoy peace of mind so we're back chris and patrick thank you hello robert great hello okay so chris let's talk about um, a couple of reasons why those rats may have lived longer. Well, it's it's kind of an obvious question, right? Like I share with you that this is the uh, single longest longevity result on mammals, peer-reviewed published research mm-hmm. ever, right? That's pretty exciting. What I, I don't think I shared with you, which is also pretty exciting, is actually those rats. So a typical Worcester rat lives 32 months and they die with a known amount of tumors. And the mass of the amount of tumors that they have increases for every day they're alive. Right? So they just get more tumors as they live longer. Despite the fact that our rats lived 90% longer, out to 62 months, none of them had any tumors. That's a pretty phenomenal result. And, and, and so hmm. the next question is, well, why is that true? What is it about this ESS-60 molecule that's so amazing that these rats live 90% longer. And it really, it probably boils down, we, we don't know exactly. In fact, there's research scientists much smarter than me who are going to break it down, and we do know it crosses the blood-brain barrier. We do know that it participates in the mitochondria. 
Uh, and in the mitochondria, uh, it actually participates in ATP processes. And the mitochondria, just so you know, is it's the engine of every cell in your body. So every cell has it in it, and that's the thing that really processes uh, really the food that you eat down into the energy that your cell needs, uh, obviously going through the stomach and getting it into your bloodstream. But, but, but we know it participates in those processes. Current thought process, medical thought processes about aging or thought process about aging is that it's an oxidation and inflammation process. So we're oxidizing and we're inflamed, and those are the two reasons that we're experiencing aging. So it's not surprising that this ESS60 molecule is a known antioxidant, 172 times more powerful than vitamin C, and that it's an it, it's really well, you have to be careful in when you're talking about inflammation and the FDA. So what we can say is that it's really well in an inflammation uh, an anti-inflammatory diet. You know, the, probably the most famous anti-inflammatory diet is the Mediterranean diet. People who are on the Mediterranean diet are associated with reduced incidences of stroke, reduced interested incidences of, of heart failure, of Alzheimer's, and, of course, this kind of blue zone of people who live a lot longer. So when you think of aging as an anti-inflammatory, as an inflammatory and oxidation process, it makes perfect sense that ESS-60 would be involved in a study that extended the life of those rats by 90%. Yeah. Um, I, and I understand the importance of stressing the um, claim, you know, claims what, what it can and can't do and, and that kind of thing, the importance of that. And, and I appreciate that. Yes. And I, one of the things, though, um, you know, I think for – for me and my listeners, it's it's just getting information, and there's so many people know that there are things um, that um, happening that happen to us um, physically, energetically, that the FDA wouldn't really care, about, you know, to hear about, you know. What I mean? yep. So, um, you know, and it's just I, I believe that it's up to the listener to to give the information to become you know become informed and make informed decisions, you know, and. Um, you know, so, so that's kind of what my um, focus is, and you know, and that's also for the listeners just to recognize that that's the case. Well, and, and it's one of the things, like I mentioned, because I didn't go and create this, and it's not my baby. Um, if people decide that that it's not right for them to try, I'm I'm okay with that. That's that's fine. Everybody mm -hmm. needs mm -hmm. to make decisions for their own body, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, let, I guess is there um, any? Are you involved in any ongoing I mean, current studies? I mean, you know, that was was the rats. Um, is that that study ended? And there, where, where, where's the? Um, what's the status of further study of this? Yeah. So the typical scientific processes have a theory. Ironically, in this case, the theory mm -hmm. was that it was toxic. <laughs> Get a result. Right. In this case, the result yeah. was the rats lived 90% longer and then reproduce mm -hmm. that result in another lab. And nobody's actually stepped up to right. do that. Uh, so we've actually yeah. already started the process and we're going to do that. Now, just know that's a five-year process because, you know, those rats live right. five-plus-year process. Those rats lived out to 62 mm -hmm. months um, we'll be making some adjustments. We think 
that will actually be able to get them to live more than double. Uh, I don't think that we're going to have any problem doing that, and there's some, some kind of logic to support that. I also have a sleep study. So, again, in the context of what brought Patrick and I together for this show, um, there's a company called Aura Ring. They make it, it's, a, it's a ring. It's, it's on your finger, and it's got sensors in it. It's one of the best sleep tracking devices on the market. And I'm actually in contact with a, a University of California, San Diego associate professor who is a consultant for Oring, and we've already started. In fact, I was getting one of my team members up to speed so that they could uh, better manage it. I've just gotten so busy. But there, we've already started a sleep study with Oring because they've got lots of great data. Uh, take 10 days mm-hmm. of data prior to taking my product. Take my product for 10 days. Notice what different in, the, in both your how you feel and your data, and then go 10 days off the product and then 10 days back on it. So this is that kind of preliminary study that supports whatever kind of next bigger investment we, we might do into some sort of human trial. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, data, data is good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a great way to, to guide um, uh, guide the knowledge that, that you get from that. Um, so let's switch back. Let's bring Patrick back into the the conversation, Patrick. Um, so we're you know we're talking about you know how you know this helps with sleep. Um, what would you say are you know I mean you listed a whole lot of emotions that are people people go through um, or could be experiencing. Um, so what would you say? You know, from your interactions and, and, and surroundings, are some of the maybe the top few um, emotions that are really driving most people? Well, originally, when the in the first couple of months with the pandemic, it was fear and anxiety, as well as sadness and grieving, and now, of course, with the protests, I think it's a combination of those two, along with anger. Um, but the, the ones that I really address in the book, because these are the ones that most of us are experiencing, as you know, because you listen to the book, is fear and anxiety. And fear and anxiety are very different because anxiety is when you believe that your world is out of control and you're actually trying to control your world and you're trying to control parts of your world over which you have no control. So you're creating this additional frustration, this additional um, anxiety, this additional heightened anxiety because you're trying to control things already that you just have no power over so that's number one the other one is sadness and sadness is triggered by a sense of loss we've all lost something whether we lost work whether we lost time whether we lost freedoms uh i'm in front of miami beach the beach hasn't been open here for almost three months um we've lost social interaction we've lost a sense of this is prior to the protests we've lost a sense of safety or a sense of control. So these are, these are really big emotions. And what happens is that when these emotions start to become sort of the dominant emotions of the day, not only does it affect the way we eat, but as we sort of talked about in the beginning, it affects the way we sleep and it suppresses your immune system. One of the worst things you can do is be in a constant state of hyperarousal. That's really unhealthy for your body because then you have uh, elevated blood pressure, elevated heart rate, 
elevated cortisol levels, now you can't sleep, and maybe you're either, your appetite's been affected either to the extreme, meaning you want more food, and you're usually craving carbohydrates and sugar to try to blunt the stress, or you have no appetite at all because you're feeling extremely anxious. So in the book, as I think you will verify and attest to, I do give action steps about what you can do and how to deal with it. And I think the most important point to make for anyone listening to the show, um, particularly because you talk about bringing inspiration to the earth and bringing inspiration to everyone, is to start focus on what are your thoughts. Because those thoughts will always lead to emotions. If you think that person is so out of order, well, then you get angry. If you think, mm-hmm. oh, and you, you sort of, you have like a, a <laughs> the way you look at a puppy dog, then you have an emotion of wanting to hug or caress someone. If you think this is really scary, everything's out of control, then you start to feel afraid. So our thoughts do affect our emotions and vice versa in the sense of if I have a thought that then leads me to feel anxious or angry, the way that I'll then respond to that emotion will determine what happens to that emotion. So if I feel angry and then I keep having angry thoughts, I'm continuing to feed the anger. And then that anger can easily turn to rage or can go out of control. So I always say to everyone, look, get very clear about what is the emotion you're experiencing because it's okay to experience any emotion. The question is, for how long will you experience the emotion? How will you respond to the emotion? What will you do with that emotion? Aristotle said, anybody can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that is not within everybody's power and it's not easy. And I think they really are words of wisdom because as I say in the book, because I do talk about anger and I talk about guilt and shame, whatever the emotion is, you might be justified in experiencing it. The question is, what are you going to do with it and is it helping you? Is it helping you to stay in sadness? Is it helping you to stay in anger or guilt or fear? If not, then let's come up with another way. I don't mean to deny, suppress, or run away from the emotion. We're all grieving because we've all lost something. There's been traumatic change. Some of us have lost jobs. Some of us have lost career. Some of us have lost all of our savings. Some of us have, have you know, almost lost a place to live. So, so there are some people who are struggling for survival. We've all lost something. So the question is, and I, again, I think you'll recognize because this is in my audio book, get clear about what you have lost. It's okay to identify it. It's okay to admit to yourself, I have lost this. It's okay to feel sad about that loss. Then write out, what am I left with? What do I still have? What are my resources? What can I be grateful for? And In the book, I do talk about what we call psychological capital. That's the resources that exist within you, hope, optimism, resiliency, self-efficacy. We we have extraordinary power to achieve more than we think we can. But that doesn't mean that we should try to push through everything with willpower. If, If you are grieving, allow yourself to grieve, ask for support, reach out for help, and recognize and identify all the emotions you're experiencing because grieving is a natural part of being human. You couldn't say to a mother or father who've lost their child, oh, don't be sad, it's okay, you can have another child. It's natural yeah, to grieve. Yeah. Grieve, it's, it's our 
entire spectrum of emotions that creates the human experience and the human experience is only rich because of the entire experience of emotions and the longer the more life experience someone has the greater appreciation they have for those positive emotions for those emotions of joy and gratitude and love and kindness and graciousness and humility the person that only tries to force themselves to be strong constantly and stay in a state of happiness never really appreciates that state of happiness because it's not even real unfortunately as we are humans we do need the contrast we need the night to appreciate the day we need the light to appreciate the dark we need the cold to appreciate the warmth that's the way we are we can fight it or we can say that's the way we are how can we live life to its fullest how can we realize our full potential and right now we in this very moment when i say right now not just the pandemic but with the protests the 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 rioting the looting the arson the the polarization right now we each one of us is being forced to look inward and say what do i stand for what are my beliefs what are my values what do i want to do with my life and i say that in the book in one of my transformational exercises i say begin right now to reevaluate your core values get clear about what are the principles and standards and things that are important to you for what do you stand what is meaningful to you and a lot of people get up and say what i thought was meaningful is no longer meaningful what i thought was significant to me yeah. i realize it isn't significant i don't need to have this plethora of material possessions but what i do need is my my family my loved ones my friends i do need the social interaction i do need people i do need the freedom to be able to walk in the park or walk on the beach or I do need to feel safe. So it's a great opportunity. It's not easy, but it's a great opportunity to look inwards and get clear about what is important to you. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, that was one of the things that I seem to have I, I noticed and felt, you know, that this particular period um, was doing, was um, providing people with an, um, an opportunity for clarity, you know, for for themselves. I mean, so many people um, valued um, or, or defined themselves as their, the work they do rather than, you know, the total scope of, of who they are. Now, you know, if you, you know, can't go into work and, and that's, or you've lost your job, you know, you know, for some people who that was their identity, you know, that it's a awakening that, you know, that may be what I did, um, but, you know, I don't know necessarily who I am. So to me, it's it's like this, the pandemic has created an opportunity for that internal clarity, and then the, the riots um, are um, clarity of my place in the global community, you know, kind of clarity of you know where i stand so i mean it's to me it's it's kind of like a a double cleansing inside and out of of um, trying to and, and and that's scary for a lot of folks well it is because for example i have clients and when we're actually delving deep they'll and we uncover that they've they're experiencing for example deep sadness that goes back to being a child and then they say that they struggle to let go of the sadness because they say, who am I without the sadness? Who am I without the anger? Because it's formed part of your identity. So right now, it's a great opportunity to say, well, what are my predominant emotions? What are my values? How am I living? Who do I want to be? 
because you can always redefine yourself. You can always reinvent yourself. You can always reform or redefine your identity. You don't, because a lot of us think, oh, I'm the car, I'm the job. Well, when you lose that car and the job, who are you really? And that's yeah, the opportunity exactly. for real growth. Absolutely. So um, we're kind of winding down toward the um, end of the show. So um, I'm going to want to ask of each of you um, any maybe final words that you might want to give to the listeners um, from your specialty of, of what we can do to um, make our days more peaceful and more strong with our immunity. So let's start with you, Chris. What would you, what would you say to the listeners? Well, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to say the obvious, which is, you know, we've got this free book, uh, Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage Right Now, and the Guided Meditation, Overcoming Fear, uh, Overcome Fear and Anxiety, and Enjoy Peace of Mind. And you can get those at myvitalc.com forward slash bringing inspiration and, and take advantage of those. They're, they're, they're really good. When you go to that same page, uh, there'll be kind of two bigger links, big links that you can see. One of them is to connect with Patrick. Uh, he is so good at what he does and delivers so much value. He does a, a newsletter each and every week, and you can sign up for that newsletter free. Uh, so make sure that you do that. There's also a link over to the homepage for My Vital C if you're interested in trying this. Again, this is the product that's on the market that has the best research related to uh, living longer. And, and a lot of people say, uh, oh, maybe I don't want to live longer. And I ask, and, I, and when I ask them, <laughs> if you had the same mental, right, if you, if you had the same mental capacity and the same physical capacity as you do today, then would you like to live longer? Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, that's a different yes. story. <laughs> and that's a different story. And so one important yeah. note about that original research in 2012 where those rats lived 90% longer, there was no, no notes in the paper that all the rats had little walkers, that they had little oxygen tanks, <laughs> that they were forgetting where they were. Like all of those things that yeah. we associate with old age or getting older right. really are kind of maybe like an old age disease as opposed to the, just the, the process of time going by. And so if you're interested in trying that, click that link. Uh, we've got all of our products uh, on our homepage. Uh, you can find, uh, and again, I would recommend the olive oil. You can get it in one bottle or in subscription. Subscription is 25% discount, significant discount. You can, in fact, cancel that at any time. So make sure you do that. And I also did create a special coupon code. Uh, if they use the coupon code bringing inspiration all together, then they'll get an additional $15 off of, uh, of their initial purchase. Well, aren't you the the one they're giving out free gifts everywhere? <laughs> Special code. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and I was I was looking at the the website where you had the olive oil and the avocado and the coconut. So anyway, people can explore. Um, so Patrick, well, how about you? And what would you know? Final words, maybe for listeners. Um, well, I was inspired uh, by do. the. Mm -hmm. Sure, I was inspired by the commencement address for MIT by Admiral William McRaven, who identified six qualities or traits that he believes makes up the new hero that we all need today, and that is moral courage, humility, perseverance, sacrifice, integrity, and compassion. And I wrote an article on that. It's a fantastic mm -hmm. speech he gave. And 
I think they're the qualities that we should be thinking about, more compassion, more integrity, humility, uh, perseverance, sacrifice, moral courage. They're great, great qualities that we can all develop. And there's some of the, and ultimately this, the work that I do with my clients is, is to help them to have compassion for themselves and for the people around them, to actually forgive the people that hurt you, because that's what really sets you free. Yeah, boy, those are those um, values are wonderful, and it's. Um, I think you know the situations have just been created that um, it's creating an enormous opportunity, a lot of opportunities for people to learn those values. Um, and uh, I hope we do. I, I think we will, but uh, I hope we will. So, thank you guys for your your time today. It's really been fun. It's, it's been very interesting. And, and again, Patrick, I, I really did enjoy and do enjoy it. I will be listening again to the um, audio book um, and the guided meditation on your website, myvitalc.com forward slash bringing inspiration, which the people, the listeners can uh, listen to. So thank you for your time today. I've enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. You're welcome. You're welcome again, everyone. Today, my special guest. Excuse me, that uh, Chris Burress and um, also Dr. Patrick Moanis. Um, you can find out more by visiting their website, which is www.myvitalc.com forward slash bringing inspiration for those free gifts. So, everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth Show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth Show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. To follow our show, visit our homepage at byteradio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Byte Radio Me. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.